0: Two weeks ago, I talked about stuff that way under-delivered. Now, I'm about to tell you about a couple things that over-delivered. My name is Phil, and you're listening to The Live. On the subject of things that I found that over-delivered without question, a podcast I ran into very recently this week called Inside Homes. This husband and wife team, man... I love it. It's a nice show. They just started not too long ago, and I absolutely recommend them to everybody. I personally can't hype them up enough. Hello, everyone. It's Phil, and once again, you're listening to The Lip. A more exciting show than it was two weeks ago, in my opinion, hopefully. At that time, I was talking about things that were hyped up, It seemed to me that they just simply didn't live up to the hype in any way. Almost a bait and switch from my personal perspective. I don't know, some people liked the stuff that was there. I personally did not. I could have done without a great many of those things. Had they never existed, my life would not have been any different. In fact, I changed that. My life would have actually been much different. It would have been a lot better. Because... I would have those moments in time, the hours that I spent wasting on those products, shows, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and I would actually still have them. I'd have used them for something more meaningful, like I don't know, banging my head against the wall, taking a sledgehammer to my fingers. I don't know. Would have been a lot more worth than paying attention to the stuff that I dealt with two weeks ago. Now. As far as the things that I'm going to talk about today, well, these things are a lot better. They make a lot more sense. They were true to what they said, and in my opinion, they were above and beyond that. Um, to my best of my knowledge, I can only tell you that. One of them in particular was something that I had been anticipating for quite a while, and finally got a chance to do it, a little before the summer started, and boy, it was well worth it, it really was, um, a couple other items were food, and granted, these items were again advertised on a local level mostly, but you see them in most of the commercials for these brands, and man, oh man, they were better than expected far better than expected. Um, I can go as far as saying that I definitely wish that some of these items had been around since the dawn of time and hopefully they'll never, ever go away. But that's me living in somewhat of a dream world because you can never tell. Just because I think that these things are some of the greatest things that have ever existed doesn't mean the masses do. Hopefully enough people do enjoy these things so that they do stick around long enough. And I can only imagine that most people will enjoy them. Whew. The one thing I can certainly say is I have a couple of movies on the list today as far as things that were really hyped up and way over-delivered. Um, I'm going to not have to put in the spoiler alert. I'm going to go around about way and just tell you that the movie's really good in case you haven't seen him yet. And I know that it's very possible by the time this show airs that you might not have seen him yet because the holidays have gone, have been moving around and people are moving and doing a lot of different things. Thanksgiving was just a little while ago, a couple weeks ago, and now people are starting to get geared up for Christmas and New Year's, so you might not have time to go to the theater. So I'm not going to overstep my bounds and give away plots. I'm going to just simply put in perspective why I believe that those movies were way better than the hype that they got. And boy, I hope that you enjoy them if you're into those kind of movies. Um, And another thing is, Something that I enjoyed personally. One of the collections that I had just begun to start this year. And without question, I'm going to be talking about this some more towards the end of the year as well. Because, well, I would have to absolutely admit that this item was way, way better than I expected it. And granted, it was definitely cool. But... I didn't have any idea that it was going to be as good as it is. One of those situations that, man, for me, personally, it way outlived the hype. It really did. But I'll talk to you about all that stuff in about six seconds, because the main event is about to start. Ding, ding, ding. Bell rings. Main event once again. This time, the main event is about... Things that were hyped up and over-delivered, and we're going to get right in. We're going to ground and pound immediately, jump right on the mat. First things first. 2017 was a good year for the good people of Jackson, New Jersey, because the greatest theme park, in my opinion, Six Flags Great Adventure, opened up another one of their great rides. This ride happened to be called the Joker. Yeah. Unpredictable, crazy, psychopathic villain that Batman has to deal with. So, of course, his ride is just the same. It has a really cool magnetic pull to it so that when you're inside the ride, it'll flip you forward and it'll flip you backward around this track that's about 120 feet high off the ground, and it's just essentially as unpredictable as the villain himself. Now, this ride opened up in 2017, like I said earlier, I hadn't had the opportunity to get on it until uh, late May, early June of this year, which is 2022, and boy, it was something that I had been anticipating for quite a while. It was more than worth the wait. Unfortunately, I don't have the time stone, or I would have gone back and changed that wait time a little bit. But granted, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I took my two oldest kids on it. The boy loved it. Matt was enjoying every second of it. Now, Miss Aurora, she endured it, but turns out that she doesn't really like heights that much. And truly, the idea of being that high in a ride and uh, flipping around a little bit was not quite her favorite thing. But she endured, and at the end of the day, she thought she had a little bit of fun on it. Now, as far as the ride itself goes, and it was a lot of fun. It really was. Is it a ride that I would absolutely have to go on every time I go to Great Adventure in Jackson? I'm gonna say yes. I would certainly want to make a trip over to it. Now, of course, being a person who has a season, who had a season pass for years, I have this mentality of I look to see if a ride is full, and if it's full, I'll leave it alone and I'll go to something else. And I'll keep checking back periodically, and then my mind will be like, okay, I'll get on it next time. But truly, if you haven't been to Six Flags and in Jackson, New Jersey, where they in my opinion have a lot of a great collection of rides. The Green Lantern, Superman Ultimate Flight, uh, the Great King Deca, which is the tall second tallest now and second fastest roller coaster in the entire world. And of course my oldie but favorite, Batman the Ride. I certainly would say that it's worth a trip to go to Six Flags for if no other reason, you have to try this Joker. You really do. It was way, way, way worth it. Not saying that those other rides that I mentioned weren't great, which they absolutely are. They're one of a kind. I mean, heck, the Green Lantern ride, you pretty much stand up on it. The Superman ride, you're flying. And you have the sensation of flying. It doesn't go fast. It doesn't have to. It's just the sensation of you actually flying, which makes the ride worth doing. Just like this Joker ride, the unpredictability of when you're going to spin, Forward, backward, that just makes the whole thing cool. So without a doubt, the Joker ride at Six Flags in Jackson way overlived the type. Now, I'm going to be a little careful, and I'm physically putting on the gloves right now. I'm going to do my best to not have to use the spoiler alert here. And I ask you all to forgive me if I do slip and overstep my bounds. Now, generally speaking, for the last several years, people who are in the know about comics in general know who the Black Panther is. And some people who didn't know found out real quick and were just loving every second of them. Unfortunately, we lost Chadwick Boseman in that great of the ye- greatest of years, of course, 2020. Uh, just as miserable as it can get, just one more hit we had to take. But we survived. And they hyped up the second Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. Now, I'll be the first to admit that without Chadwick Boseman being T'Challa, the Black Panther himself, I was really skeptical about this movie. But of course, I've been a fan of this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe as it's built up for the last 10, 12 years now. And I wasn't going to... break up my momentum or stride with following the story. Now, that doesn't mean I wouldn't have necessarily been disappointed if the movie didn't live up to the hype. I would have been. But I can honestly say... In that movie, without giving away anything, I'm gonna try real hard and say, um, try to cut this a little bit sweet as far short and sweet as far as it goes to the Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I will say that I enjoyed the Submariner character. He was every bit of what I hoped he would be. They had to change the story just a bit of what the Submariner was, but. It fits within the scheme of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we're looking at right now. Much like professional wrestling, I believe that you need to suspend your disbelief. What you know about the comics, what you've seen in other places and read other things, graphic novels and such, you need to suspend that disbelief and focus only on what you see on the screen and not try to be blinded by the things that are happening or have happened in the comics, because if you do that, you might really just destroy your ability to enjoy the movie. Now, having said that, I will also say that there were some great surprises in the movie, and what would have to be my personal favorite thing that they did in the entire movie was, and should be expected by everybody, that they were able to take a good portion of the movie and give a salute to Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, and I think it was well done and well deserved. I honestly think that as good a movie as it turned out to be, the Marvel people could have literally just packaged up just what they did for Chadwick Boseman, put that on a plate and said, here, you can eat this, and I would have been more than satisfied with the entire thing. I wouldn't have had to see another thing more. They could have moved on and done anything else. But instead they gave us a great presentation and a fantastic movie. Now speaking of fantastic movies and speaking of black, if you smell what I'm cooking, I'm talking about Black Adam now. Now in the general circles that I run with, a lot of the people didn't necessarily get it at first. And still don't. At least those who have not seen the movie. I can honestly say that I could throw out names like Lobo or um, Parasite. And some of the people who I know who are not the biggest of comic fans wouldn't know who those two are. And of course Lobo and Parasite are two villains that Superman has had to deal with from time to time. And... Granted, we are talking about the DC universe now, no longer the Marvel universe, and that's where Black Adam lives. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the character, I can give you the gist of his power set without giving you the movie, which I will not do because I respect you all too much not to do to, to do that. But what I will do is give you the gist of his power set. My best definition of Black Adam's power set is, if you took three DC characters and put them in a triangle, and said these words, the only other two beings who could possibly defeat this one being are these two. Black Adam fits in this triangle, and the other two that you would put on the bottoms of the other triangle and could spin around in any direction and create that same answer with these same three individuals would be Shazam and Superman. So, to give you an idea of the full sentence, it would be, there are probably two DC characters who could handle Black Adam, and those two would be Shazam and Superman. And then you could manipulate that same saying to say that there's probably two who could defeat Superman, and you could put Black Adam and Shazam and then vice versa, Shazam, Black Adam, and Superman. He is at that sort of power level. Just like Shazam, he's powered by gods, and only his are not the gods of the Greek. He is powered by gods of Egypt, and no less powerful. In fact, the simple fact that he was given his power as a grown man could essentially give him a definite power advantage over Shazam who gets his powers as a boy who turns into a grown man but I will say that when it comes to this movie you definitely need to get in a theater, know your role, shut your mouth and watch it and I think you'll like it now here comes something that without question in my opinion was hyped up because of some very weird things that I pay attention to. As of a long time, I've been making apple pies, and I used to sell them from time to time. And I worked on my recipe for almost 10 years, a little more than 10 years in order to come up with it. And the one thing that is most important about my recipe is it has a flexibility to it. And the flexibility is in the types of apples in which I use. And I do say plural. Without giving away my recipe that I've been working on forever, I will say that I use multiple types of apples. I won't tell you how many. And I will tell you that from time to time, the variety of apple will vary based on season and if I see something new. And on that new front, I found one that absolutely jumped off the page to me. It was called the Cosmic Crisp Apple. Now, you're going to ask yourself, what's the difference between a Cosmic Crisp Apple? Well, I can only put it to you this way. Um, Well, most of the time when you go get an Apple, the people who are picking it are wearing coveralls. Now, when it comes to some of the apples that I've been dealing with, it seems like the people that are dealing with are wearing lab coats. Yeah, it's got a little engineering to it, so it's perfect in a lot of ways. And perfect may make it scary, but admittedly, they are good. They're really good. They have a high crunch factor. They're really sweet. And the scary version for some people is every single one of them I've ever tasted tasted exactly the same. No difference in any way. (laughs) That could be scary, but it could be good as well, depending on how you look at it. But without question, the Cosmic Crisp Apple is 100% way, 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 way hyped up in the Apple community, and it way over delivers. Way over delivers. Now, after you've had one of those Cosmic Crunch Apples, Crosmic Crisp apples, you need to wash that sucker down with something. And I found two somethings that you could wash it down with. Now, of course, I'm going to expand that to a little bit more because I think there's also something else hidden beneath this as well. I'm going to go with the food, and then we'll wash that stuff down. Now, Pizza Hut, KFC, and Taco Bell are all part of one conglomerate unit call Yum, which is the the parent that holds all these companies together. It's not far-fetched to go to a store and see a Taco Bell Pizza Hut, or a KFC Taco Bell. Those all are, are all connected, and some of the franchises actually take pieces of all three of them and they put them together. Now, one of my favorite things about This company is that with the Taco Bell and their KFC lines they came up with a set of french fries now some people don't like those french fries I personally love them I think they were better than the potato wedges that KFC used to have sorry sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I just prefer these fries over the baked potato wedges that they used to have because personally I just ate them because they were there Now, these fries at KFC, I will go out of my way to get. Because, of course, what does KFC specialize in? Chicken. What do they do with their chicken? They put their 11 herbs and spices on their chicken. So, what's the logical next step? Put the 11 herbs and spices on their fries. Yes. They did that. And it's a win. All the way win. The only people who lose are the people who are standing behind you... If they're just about to close and they don't have any more of them left, they lose. Outside of that, those KFC fries for me are a win-win all the way. Now, let's not just talk about KFC because their Taco Bell brand came up with some fries some years ago as well. Those things are the same basic structure fry. However, they are a different coating on them. These actually have a nacho seasoning, which is to die for as well. In my opinion, I don't know which one's better. I think it's really a push. If you were to essentially tell me that I had to pick one, and I could never have the other one again, I'm going to have to go with the KFC Fry, only because the Taco Bell people are a little stingy, because they only give you the one little size. Whereas... KFC gives you a gigantic size fry. It's just incredibly huge. And that's the only thing that I would beg and plead Taco Bell to do, is get that same large size fry that they have for the Taco Bells that they use for the KFC. It would make life so much better, and we would probably be able to do very well in the Olympic sumo wrestling because we would all be so huge. Speaking of, well, now we're going to get to the point where we're going to wash this stuff down. KFC and Taco Bell also have done another amazing thing, which is come up with these Baja drinks. And these aren't just any Bajas, they're Mountain Dew Bajas. There's two types. Now, the KFC specific brand is a Baja Gold. Now, if you're a fan of pineapple soda, you would enjoy this Baja Gold that KFC has. It's a pineapple-flavored Mountain Dew. I mean, it's incredible. Now, granted, I know that I don't drink dark soda, but I will definitely sneak a a KFC Mountain Dew or the Baja Gold specifically, or any of those for that matter. I enjoy the stuff to no end. It's the perfect way to go with those fries. And on the same note, the Baja Blast, which is a lime Flavored Mountain Dew that Taco Bell comes up with it's the equal I, again but this one will be even tougher if they asked me to decide which one I would have and never have the other one again I wouldn't be able to choose because needless to say the cup sizes for both of those drinks are the same so well I don't know if I'd be able to choose but to make a long story short those two drinks way hyped way good and I'm even a part of a couple of um in fact I'm a part of a Facebook group which is the most unusual Facebook group I think but I find it highly entertaining considering how much I actually like Mountain Dew yes it's a whole Facebook group of people who celebrate Mountain Dew and boy these two are one of the biggest subjects and a lot of people love them There aren't too many people who shy away from either of them. And with that being said, man, I don't know how you could go wrong with either one. Now, I'm going to get into the final topic. I said earlier in the year that I was going to start a collection of championship belts in wrestling. And I got my first one, which is a WWE championship belt. The one with the big W on it, the black, the um, leather strap. Now, I'm gonna let you in on some really cool facts about these things. Now, this is the one that I have. I'm about to mention right now. We're gonna start by giving you some prices and some the way the things look, and and you're gonna see how these things are amazing. I'm going to go through five different versions of the WWE Championship belt, and I can promise you for what each one of them is, they do not disappoint on any level. We're going to start with the very basic, which is the toy. Now, this is just what it says. It's a toy. It's really small size. It is for kids. Now, the price is $25, which is eh, a little high for what it is it's just a vinyl belt with some velcro and it's all plastic face plate and side plate it's nothing more than that it's something for kids to play with now i think that it's a good thing for the kids they can have it it's fun you're not going to be too upset if they break it which is possible with this particular product because it isn't made out of the highest quality material That would be expected. Now we're going to move up the ladder a long way to the WWE's commemorative championship belts. Now these are, in my opinion, they're pretty good. But if I was going to spend money on something, I wouldn't spend money on this. First things first, just like the toy, it's made out of plastic. And that's a negative for me right away. It's plastic, but it's a commemorative. It's just so you can look at it and say, oh, look at that. That's the WWE Championship. Now, it does have acrylic rhinestones to make up those jewels that the championship has. And that's really going to give a little bit of shine. But remember, it's made out of plastic. Now, this one, it weighs almost nothing, but it's $199 for this guy at regular price. Not anything I would really want to buy. In my opinion, it's really just about a toy. It's an overpriced toy. Now, we're going to move to the belt that I actually own. This is the Replica Series. And now, this thing way over delivers. It way over delivers. Now, mind you, I just went over two plastic ones. A one literally just a toy for children, and one which is, I'm going to call it, a little better than a toy for an adult. Now, this replica, this thing is made out of metal. It's made out of zinc alloy, of all things. So it's got a little bit of weight to it. thing weighs five pounds, five and a half pounds. Now, it's got some way better acrylic rhinestones. And, like I said, this thing is 5 pounds. And it, it makes you feel like you're actually holding something. It really does. It's not light at all. It's just... It's nice. It's good-looking belt. Now, for this thing, the price point at normal price is $429. And let me tell you, from my perspective, it was $429 well spent. Now, granted... They're going to give you sales on virtually every pay-per-view, so you're probably not going to have, if you time it right, you're not going to have to pay that $420 for the belt. But trust me, it's worth it. Now I'm going to move up the line to the next two levels. Now, I'm going to, I forgot to mention, with the replica before I tell you, there is one more thing. It does have a cheaper brand leather, but it does have a leather strap. So, it does, in fact, have a leather strap to go along with the alloy, which is part of the reason why it has that weight to it. Now, we're going to move up the ladder. This next belt is also made out of zinc alloy. So, it's going to be a nice, heavy, hefty title belt. In fact, it's a pound heavier than mine. This one weighs six and a half pounds. Now, this one has better leather it's top grade leather, this is really good stuff that they're using for the strap and that's the major difference you have way better leather and that's going to increase the belt's weight to about another pound and this thing is an incredible, incredible sight now trust me, for what you, I paid for mine at the $429 level, this one is even better than that and it costs reflects it It is $749, and, my goodness, if I could have afforded it, I would have liked it just as much, if not more than the one that I picked up. But wait, there's more. There is an Elite Series. My description of this belt, essentially, well, let's tell you what it's got. First and foremost, this one also weighs six and a half pounds it also has that insane leather the real good leather but now why is this one even almost that much better than this one here we go instead of having the cubic zirconias, instead of rather instead of having um, rhinestones this elite series belt actually uses cubic zirconias for the jewels all the jewels are cubic zirconias. 383 of them to be exact not to mention that the zinc has a coat of something even more special so both the front plate and the side plates are actually painted with 24 karat gold so yes this one actually is gold to make a long story short this is called the elite series for a reason 24, 10 karat gold covering the zinc, A 6.5 pound weight because of the 383 real cubic zirconias that they use as opposed to acrylic. This is actually, like, somewhat gems that they're putting in this belt. Now, my favorite description of this one is... It's pretty much like they just say, hey Roman, we need one more. And they hand in Roman Reigns, the champion gives up his belt and they give him another one so that they can sell it to somebody. (laughs) That's an exaggeration, but the cost and the price point of this Elite Series is $1,999. But you literally get what you pay for. This is highest grade leather. It's got real gold. (laughs) So, without a doubt, this thing truly, truly, truly hyped up really high and without a doubt it's way, way, way overperformed itself and like I said, mine is probably two rungs lower than it, and I'm supremely happy with it I can't imagine the $2,000 version, like I said before, it's almost like taking the belt from Roman Reigns himself and using that in your collection it's incredible but all these things are amazing and they way over live up to the hype that they have put out. And I've been trying to notice I think it was maybe around two thousand two or two thousand three when I started making these replica belts. And man, I remember when I was a kid, I had two plastic championship well, one plastic WWE championship belt. It was a winged eagle. And it had a sticker on top of the plastic, and the sticker kept peeling off and looked crazy after a while. I actually put some super glue on it to hold it down. And then I had an intercontinental belt, which was, of all things, made out of styrofoam and plastic. But for the day and the technology, it was as good as it got. But now, looking at what I'm seeing in my possession at this point in time, it's over the top. And I'm really glad that I was able to get my hands on one. And to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that with the championship in my hand, high up in the air, I believe it's time for me to ring the bell and end this episode. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know what's going on here, folks. I must be getting all fired up because it's once again time for the Spear of the Week. These people just don't know how to drive, and I don't understand it. For some reason, they just need me to just measure them up get myself in a nice low stance, and just, boom, spear them. Break him right in half. And yet again, another stupid driver out there did something that just made absolutely no sense whatsoever. And my whole thing is, I understand if you have a pregnant lady in your car and you're trying to get to the hospital. But, but, why are you going to pass me on the right and then pass a bus that's in front of me And then as I make my turn, you go just as slowly as you were before. Only difference is, you're just in front of the bus. Now we're not talking about the regular SEPTA bus, which is the ones that roll around here in Philadelphia. We're talking about just a little transit bus that's going to pick up people. It's a small bus, and it's not making stops at every stop. It's just going from one spot to another. You really didn't do anything major. You just happened to drive me insane for your stupidity. (sighs) Spear of the Week is the driver of the car that decided to pass me on the right and then pass the bus and go just as slow as it was when it was behind me. Okay, we're going to put this show to a close, ladies and gentlemen. And before I do... I was trying to figure out the best time to tell this story, but I think now is as good a time as any. Um, Checking on my analytics, it was really cool because I've been hoping and praying and waiting for it to happen, and it has happened, where now a listener from Colombia has decided to pick up the lip back home in Colombia. And what that means is literally in every occupied continent, With the exception of some scientists in Antarctica, the lip has been heard. So we have essentially that worldwide reach that I was hoping for. Now, as far as another good country that's out there that has a listener to the show, and I'm talking about Iceland, I have an interesting story about that. Turns out some years ago when I was a manager in the convenience store, I had an employee slash friend who was going to take her daughter to Iceland for vacation for a month. Now, these were two really good people, and what they would say would be what most people would hear every once in a while when you have a good person, they'd ask you, hey, I'm going away, is there something you want? Now, knowing me, the only thing that I could consider, I'm like, wow. They're going to, first of all, another country, which is the first thought that came to my mind, and then Iceland a country that I had never really even put on my radar, but it's pretty cool thinking about the history of the country. So I asked, uh, can you get me a cereal box? Now, of course, at first they thought it was a little strange that I would ask for a cereal box, but they didn't realize that I was building my collection, which is now uh, 759 boxes strong. They got a quick little laugh out of it, and was fun. I figured, okay, I didn't think anything of it. They come back a month later, and here I have a cereal box all the way from Iceland in the native language of the Atlantic people. One of my absolute treasures in my collection. I love it to death. It's one of my very favorite things. Love everyone out there in Iceland, and I think that was one of the coolest cereal boxes I ever got. Now, as far as those friends of mine, they took advantage of knowing that I liked cereal boxes from time to time. They would give me another one that would be really rare. But I definitely really hold that one that I got from Iceland in extreme esteem. It's one of my very favorite ones. Now, as far as things that were hyped up and over-delivered, that cereal box, in my opinion, is one of those things. Just because of the fact that I got it the way that I did. Now, for all of you people who heard this show, give me some feedback. You know where on Instagram I am at Philip Henderson five one zero two, or the Twitter account which is at Pissed Phil. Remember two L's, and of course I'm begging everybody who has a chance to join our group to join our group. Like to see new members in there, and we treat them as best we can and hopefully they enjoy the show as it comes along now of course i have a few things i'm planning to do at the onset of next year we're going to see about doing a few things and you never know it could be more fun and stuff that i want to do exclusively for that specific facebook group um now it's time to get to the words of wisdom because we all need that Everybody's had a classmate when they were in school who just didn't seem like they were all there. Not the sharpest tool in the shed, the brightest bulb, you know. I can imagine you, just like me, have had this very same incident. And I, of course, didn't get the chance to do it, and chances are you haven't either. But had you had the chance to do it, I can only imagine that you would have turned to that person who looked all befuddled and confused and given them some very good information about the test you're about to take what you would have to say to that person is you do understand you need to take the cap off the pen before you write with it and clearly I know several people who didn't or couldn't understand that without a little nudge once again tell that person who's a little confused about what's going on when you were back in school you do know you you do understand you need to take the cap off the pen before you write with it hopefully if we had a chance to do that their life would have been a little easier but unfortunately that was in the past and so is this show my name is Phil and you've just listened to the lip